Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the fifth installment of Single Mom Dating and Bold Women Talking podcast. Um, Tonight's podcast is about um, good enough self-worth and dating confidence. So the good news here is, is you're all good enough. You're all worthy. And I hope tonight that, you know, this will help you build your confidence in the dating world because it is super tough um, out there. It's it's not for the faint of heart. And I guess that's why I'm hoping that through me demonstrating the boldness of uh, myself and hopefully in the future with being able to talk with other women and hopefully men, that this will help um, build that confidence for you to go forward and create uh, a dating life and hopefully a relationship, possibly, you know, an engagement and a marriage and a happy, healthy Uh, whatever that looks like for you, that you go forward and that relationship is, you know, um, really healthy, really evolved, um, you know, and sound uh, in whatever realm you're looking at, whether that's, you know, you want to have kids, you want to have all of these great things, you want to be a great team, um, and hustling together, right? So let's get into this um, about being good enough. So, and self-worth. These are the things that we should give ourselves. Now, what does that look like? So for me, I decided I was going to get really real about this stuff and I was going to write it all down. What did I want? What did I need? And where? how was I going to achieve this? So for myself, after leaving um, the last serious relationship that I had, I decided, well, I was overweight. I, so I wrote it, I wrote out the negatives as the way that I was seeing them. I had no self-esteem. It had been obliterated. Um, my self-worth, well, I didn't feel very worthy of anything or anyone. Um, and I needed to fix that. I needed to learn the tools, the things, the whatever that looked like in order to gain those things back. I wanted to feel good about myself. I wanted to look good and I wanted to, you know, feel good, not just physically, but more importantly, spiritually and mentally. And how was I going to effectively get there? Well, I first started with um, exploring the gym idea. I, (laughs) in truth, You know, the whole gym thing actually scared the crap out of me. Let's just be really real here. Um, I didn't run. I didn't jog. I didn't power walk. I didn't. 
I wasn't lifting weights anymore. I hadn't done it in years. Um, it scared me. And so for me, usually if something scares me, I consider it a challenge, thankfully, and it's a challenge that I need to accomplish. So I started exploring the gym idea. So I started looking at all of these different gyms that we have here in the town or the city where I live. And I looked at, you know, motion fitness. I looked at kickboxing. I looked at UFC. I looked at um, Good Life. I looked at all of these gyms and I knew I needed a trainer. I knew I needed somebody to hold me accountable, whether that was in the gym or out of the gym or whatever that looked like. So I decided that outside of the gym, I could hold myself accountable to eat right, to um, motivate, hopefully motivate myself to keep going back to the gym and to, you know, really enforce those things that are important, right? Um, am I going to eat that cheesecake or am I going to have a piece of fruit? So it was those small things. So my ultimate decision was that I was going to go to um, a gym that was going to hold me accountable, that I was going to have a trainer and that um, when I show up, it's going to push me. It's going to help me be competitive with myself and possibly with my gym mates. And so I settled on going to Orange Theory. I did my research and I didn't know if I was going to like it, but I was going to try it. And so big shout out to Orange Theory. I am so grateful for you guys. You have no idea. Um, the trainers there are phenomenal. Um, but what that did for me was that it held me accountable. There's always a trainer with you and they explain exactly what you need to be doing. There's always a different, like no workout is, is the same, um, which keeps it fresh and interesting and you get to, you know, compete against yourself. And when you finish those workouts, you feel fantastic because <laughs> A, you lived and B, you made it. You did this and you did it maybe not on your own, but you did it with the support of great trainers and you get high fives from the people you're going to the gym with. It's just a great atmosphere. Highly recommend it if that's something that kind of sings to your heart. Uh, at least try it. There's no harm in trying anything. And I've been going there now for over a year and a half. And I don't see me um, quitting. I've had huge gains. I've lost 50 pounds. I've been able to keep that weight off. Um, I'm not fluctuating. Um, and then I also incorporated in um, how I was eating. So for me, I didn't want to diet. I wanted to make sure that I was eating healthy, but if I wanted to have a piece of cheesecake, I was gonna have a piece of cheesecake. So I decided to do a little bit more research and decided that, you know, working with a calorie deficit plan was going to be a lot easier on me than depriving myself of everything on the planet. 
So I decided I just I started listening to um, James Smith. He is um, a Brit, so he made me laugh. He got me interested, and he started talking about calorie deficit and what that was. So I knew I could eat A, B, and C if I wanted to, but I had to put out more effort than what I was ingesting. So if I had the cheesecake, I had to go that extra day to Orange Theory to work that cheesecake off. So I was living in a calorie deficit. So check that out if that's something that sounds interesting to you. Some people do the keto diet, some people do, there's lots of different things. The important thing is, is you do your research and you do what feels good for you, not anybody else. This is also going to help build your self-esteem, your self-worth, and your confidence that you're achieving a goal that you set for yourself. Um, I also knew that for me, if I was going to build these things, I needed to surround myself with those people who had my best interest in mind, who had my back, who encouraged me, who, you know, were unfailingly there, um, and would talk with me about their journey. And those people who didn't, I honestly eliminated them from my life. Um, for many reasons, really. If they weren't there to support me with my my journey to become a better person, or if they were dragging me down and trying to keep me in a negative space, um, I was okay to let that go. It, it, it was an eventual thing, but it was a big part of that was me really getting real with myself and understanding if I was going to be successful in every area of my life, whether that's dating, whether that's work, whether that's, you know, being fit, I needed to evaluate all of the relationships in my life, every one of them. So if you made it to this point, congratulations. You're doing something right in my world and I love you to bits and I am so grateful for you and thankful. Um, yeah, it was, it was me writing out pros and cons, what I needed, what I didn't need, what I needed to let go of, where I needed to go, and then implementing those. So I am very strong headed and tenacious. So for me, that worked. So maybe for you, it might be having a really honest conversation with a good friend, somebody who is really there for you, somebody who cries with you, laughs with you, and will tell you you're being an ass, or that you need to get your butt in the gym, or will go to the gym with you, or whatever that looks like, just to make sure you're okay. Because those are the friendships that you cultivate and value, right? So when I say you also need to like dive within to give you those feelings of, you know, confidence and self-worth and really hone in on your self-esteem and feeling good enough, right? So that has to come from within. It's just like you can't make anyone happy. 
they need to make themselves happy and you need to make yourself happy. So however that looks, if it's, you know, it's going to make me really happy to go and learn how to sing or learn to play an instrument and that's going to fulfill me and give me purpose and that's going to make me shine and be really enthusiastic, then go and do it. Or if you want to take that salsa class, but you don't know if you can salsa or if the salsa is within you, go and try it. Nothing ever went wrong with somebody just trying something. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Um, but try it. Do it anyways. Um, and I'll go back to me learning how to paddleboard. In my mind, I thought it was like snowboarding. I don't know why I thought that, but maybe because it was a board. Um, but I can't snowboard to save my life. I'm either on my face or on my behind. There's no in between. Um, and give me two planks, I can make it down a hill like nobody's business. So in my head, I had this idea that paddleboarding was going to be the same as snowboarding. So I talked myself out of it for a long time. So finally this summer, I decided because I was going on a date with a person I really liked and I was willing to fall off a paddleboard into the water and look like a complete idiot with this person because I trusted them, um, I was going to learn how to paddleboard. I was going to try this because I was super fascinated by it. It looked like a great time. So I finally decided to try it. And lo and behold, I was really good at it because being a belly dancer and going to the gym so much, I had built really great core strength. And that's something that you need to paddleboard. So not only was it a great date and it was a good time, but I had accomplished something and it was awesome. And I can't wait to try it again next summer and hopefully buy my own board. Like that's how much I enjoyed it was that I, I really want to spend like that thousand bucks to buy my own paddleboard and be able to go out and do this on a more consistent basis. Um, so I want you to get real with yourself. I want you to sit down. I want you to explore, um, what's going on for you? What, what is upsetting you? Why don't you feel like you're good enough? Why don't you have any self-worth? Was it because of a relationship? Was it because you've gained 50 pounds? Was it because, you know, you would get so stressed out when he was coming home that you would eat the entire house and now you've gained weight or you've had a baby? Um, there's so many variables to why people don't feel good about themselves and they don't feel good enough and they don't have that self-worth and their dating confidence is slim to none and they want to get that back um what does that look like for you and how would you like to accomplish that there's so many things that you can dive into there's there's blogs online there's podcasts there's um self-help books um read them listen to them do that whatever it takes to get you sound so that being said that's one part of it the other part of it is sometimes we need those relationships to happen in order to validate those feelings for us so 
that means the necessary, as what some people call the necessary evil of dating, needs to happen. But we need to be really clear about the kind of person that we want to date, the their ability to give a compliment, their ability to step in with you and validate your worth and tell you you look beautiful and that you smell great and that they can't wait to see you again and that, you know, um, you're the best thing since sliced bread. Those things validate or invalidate, I guess, where you're at um, and build up and maintain your self-worth and your self-esteem. Like there are some things you just can't give yourself, right? You can love yourself to the moon and back, but if you don't have somebody loving on you and caring about you, that love can be great, but it can be sometimes not enough. So we need that partner to love on us. Right? We need that person to validate that we're beautiful or validate that we're doing a good job or validate that, wow, you know, you really look great. You've put in so much effort at the gym or, you know, walking or salsa dancing that, you know, you're really looking awesome. Like, wow. And even if it's just the fact that you've changed the way you dress and you feel better in your body, that's huge. That's huge to hear that from another person that's your person. It's nothing your mom can give you. It's nothing your dad can give you. It's nothing your kids can give you. It has to come from that person who is the person you're in love with or potentially going to be in love with. Um, it has to come from them. So we can give ourselves all of this positive self-talk. We can do all the work. But at the end of the day, we need to get real with ourselves and discover who we want to date, how we want to date them, how we want them to show up, how we want to show up, and move through that. It's a really great tool to really start dating effectively, dating with a purpose and dating with, you know, what's going to build me up? What's going to fill up my cup? And how am I going to do the same for another person? So if we're going out into the world and we don't feel great and we're miserable and we're angry and we're, you know, all of those negative things, our dating life is never going to be great. It's always going to be possibly mundane, mediocre, non-existent, unhappy, unfulfilling, um, all of those things until we start doing a lot of self-work, self-care, self-therapy, whatever that looks like. If you have to go to a therapist to feel better, do it. If you have to take medication to feel better, do it. It's one pill a day. If you need to cry it out, scream it out, move through it, 
to get to the good stuff, do it. Um, I will say again, the best thing I ever did for myself was going to therapy, was putting myself in that vulnerable position where I was looking at myself, I was doing the work, and I was fixing what I needed to fix in order to give myself enough motivation to keep going and enough motivation to keep going to the gym to keep eating well to keep being happy to keep doing more things to make me happy to go outside of my comfort zones to motivate myself to you know be able to go into a dating relationship and act like an idiot and be vulnerable It took a lot of steps to get there. This is not easy, but it's worth it. It's not easy, but it's worth it. And it helps you figure out how you're going to show up in the world. Are you going to show up miserable and unhealthy? Or are you going to show up happy Hopefully, most of the time, because nobody ever gets the, you know, to always be happy. There's going to be things that happen, but it's how we move through those and how we deal with it that's the key. And, you know, are we going to be positive and a force to be reckoned with? I think I'd rather show up that way. You know, I realize that I'm going to have my moments. I have had my moments. I've had things creep back in, creep back up. But that just tells me that I need to work on it. I need to move through it. I need to get through it and heal it. If something triggers me, it's the same thing. It's something I need to heal for whatever reason. It's not easy but it's worth it. And if there's anything that I can do to help you with this, I can answer questions, um, maybe lead you to some great sites, uh, great people. Um, let me know. You can reach me on my website, um, and click on let's talk on my main page and you know, tell me what you're thinking and how you feel about this um, and what you need. I am here to hold space for you. So um, that is perfectly okay. Um, You can also reach me on my Facebook page. I've left that information in episode three. I will repeat that here in this episode so that you can... um, get a hold of me and talk, um, whatever that looks like. So yeah, thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you soon. Take care.